It seems like every time I hit the record button, I'm here talking about the immune system. <laughs> and we're here talking about it again, you guys. Again, this is so, so important. And this episode has so much good information for you. So take your notes, either mentally or literally, uh, for you to use later. So we're going to be talking about how to build a healthy lymphocyte army. And army, yes, because there are actually five different main categories of white blood cells. And of those five, lymphocytes are one of those five main white blood cells. And each of those categories are assigned, they have a specific purpose, and that is their one and only thing that they are designed to do. So lymphocytes are in charge of addressing a releasing or excuse me releasing antibodies and these are the agents that go after the antigens basically foreign objects in your body so studies have shown that there are ways that the uh the thymus can actually its function can be either leveled off or restored now, I've talked about the thymus in previous episodes and the importance of really building a strong immune system at the beginning of life. And that's because really the production and growth of the thymus stops at puberty. Excuse my neighbors, they are popping off right now with <laughs> their music. But anyways, so um, yeah, so the thymus, once it stops at that time, um, really its peak is like your teenage years and your 20s and then it really starts to dwindle down after your your 40s and there is a correlation between the sex hormones and the production of the or function of the thymus now studies have found that a lack of protein and a lack of minerals especially zinc and just a reduced amount of antioxidants in the in your in anyone's diet really uh heavily heavily impacts the function of the thymus so any lack in that will impede on the function of the thymus so the thymus is in charge of this is where just to recap on previous episodes so once the these cells are made in the bone marrow they're transported and they travel up this is like their level up <laughs> and they're matured in the thymus this is where this is where all the action happens in regards to immune uh, system building now within this study that was conducted in 2010 scientists actually narrowed down different strategies in order to help improve thymic function which is, is kind of interesting. It's really interesting. Um, however, this field is needs to be further explored, which I'll talk about later. So they found that leptin is actually responsible for increasing recovery uh, to the thymus. So for example, if you're exposed to endotoxins, um, there's a boost in recovery when you know someone takes leptin now these strategies that were relayed in this 2010 study were essentially hormonal based so what they found is that there was a direct correlation between the growth hormone and the function of the thymus now dr greg fye 
he is actually a pioneer for the study of thymus rejuvenation. Now, Dr. Greg is an aerobiologist. Oh, excuse me. I can't read my handwriting. <laughs> He's a cryobiologist and biogerontologist. Those are some big words, y'all. <laughs> and he was basically inspired to study this field because during his undergrad, year, undergrad years, he did an experiment where they actually injected growth hormone into rats, and he had questioned why they hadn't further studied its effects. <laughs> like, that was it, and this was in the 80s. So he took the initiative, and this is what his sole work has been about. And he actually did a study. Now, I will give him credit, actually, as all scientists. Like, he is a true scientist. Like, if you are willing to test on yourself your theories kudos to you you're you're amazing you're the reason why science is advancing and dr greg is one of those scientists and what he did he made a uh, a cocktail of a growth hormone and um what was it like a diabetes medication if i remember correctly and he made a cocktail of those two and he took it on himself and he noticed um, an increase in his vitality and his immune health. And I believe in that cocktail for himself, uh, he also included uh, a DHA supplement. Now, in regards to his study, what he did, he took a small group of men and he gave them a cocktail, a similar cocktail, but without the DHA. And he found that there is a huge, huge potential for the thymus to actually be rejuvenated. So really essentially stopping the natural atrophy process and kind of extending the life of the thymus, which is incredible work. I'll put a link in the show notes to the work that Dr. Greg has done. So knowing the importance of the thymus and, you know, how it's processed, um, what impedes the thymus function, which not only I will now, in addition to the um, nutritional deficiencies and malnutrition I mentioned earlier, I also have to emphasize the factor of stress. Now, there is a correlation between, of course, the HPA axis and the adrenals and the thymus they're all interrelated you know once basically to sum up you know if you're stressed your body releases these cortisol right which is released from the adrenals and the hpa stands for um hypothalamus p pituitary and the adrenals so those three work in conjunction to and they're responsible for release of it's like it's like a chain reaction of hormonal releases, if that makes sense, according to a, you know, for example, like a stress response. So there's a huge, huge correlation between stress and the thymus. So lifestyle plays an important factor too in regards to your immune health and building healthy lymphocytes. So of course, scientists now, they went over the hormonal approach, but if you're not so keen about the hormonal approach. There are ways in which you can support your own hormonal responses um, and basically just boost your own thymus function. 
I don't know if you guys can hear right now, but the rain is downpouring right now and it sounds absolutely beautiful. All right, anyways, so about these herbs. So I've mentioned a few of these before on the podcast. I'm sure you can guess one. <laughs> now, firstly, echinacea uh, is definitely one of them. Moringa. Now, moringa is interesting because it's one of the very few uh, plants that have a that have protein. Now, when I say plants, I'm really talking about trees. So they're one of the very few trees that contain protein in them. So moringa is very, very rich, not only in protein, uh, it's also very high in vitamin C, which as you'll see along this whole, the list of these four herbs I'm about to mention, they all are, they all have um, rutin or vitamin C essentially, which is very, very important. Now, olive leaf, olive leaf, personally, I used this in my first pregnancy because I had annoying recurrent yeast infections and I had, they had to go away. <laughs> so uh, I got olive leaf and um, from the natural, from a local natural store and it was very beneficial. Now, according to researchers in Australia, in 2007, they found that the antioxidant capacity in olive leaf is two times greater than green tea mm-hmm. and milk thistle two times greater so yes olive olive leaf is a very potent antioxidant and it's also very high in uh vitamin c as well and then lastly rose hip now rose hip and along okay so the first three i mentioned are very greeny green colored plants rose hip on the other hand is very red so if you stick to like root chakra colored plant substances such as rose hips um, those tend to have a high concentration of vitamin c i'll say also on the other side on the other spectrum of the on the other side of the light spectrum um you know the deep purples and blues they're also very rich in vitamin c so yeah take note of those four echinacea moringa olive leaf and rose hip so those are plants that you can utilize you know for an herbaceous approach to building a strong and impenetrable um <laughs> lymphocyte army um, yeah. And other things as well. Now, of course I mentioned now di- lifestyle does play a huge factor too. So reducing the amount of stress that you're exposed to, um, using different stress coping mechanisms as well, you know, using different approaches, um, and now movement as well, you know, circulating, making sure the lymph, uh, the lymph system is being circulated properly throughout the body also helps and then in regards to diet as well not only are the berries and antioxidant rich foods important so is fat so sourcing healthy sources of fat will really help especially in regards to the dha that's essentially how dha is manufactured in the body so yeah that concludes this episode i hope this information was helpful to you in regards to building your um, lymphocyte army. And I want to challenge you to use one of these three or wow, four, <laughs> um, herbs within this next month and incorporate it into your lifestyle. So you may, 
um, have a healthy immune system. All right, that is all for now today. Uh, thank you for joining me, and I will see you guys next week. Now, next week, we're going to be talking about boundaries. Yeah, how we can learn about how to draw our line <laughs> from different plant allies. So, yeah, I hope to see you next week. If you are local to Fayetteville, I want to invite you to Prima Elements. I'm going to be doing a Wise Woman Wellness Workshop. And it's going to begin on the 13th of this month, next Friday. So, and then in the first class, we're going to be talking about adrenals and stress. So I hope to see you there if you are local. In the meantime, I'll check you next week. Bye for now.